Hi guys and welcome back to the Average Pundits Podcast, your home of all things Premier League. Early morning record, I'm back as always with Reese, and we have a very interesting topic today, talking about Arsenal. Uh, a club which I really think at, at the moment, this is, it's kind of a loss for words really and what to say about them. We'll try our hardest, but you know, things aren't exactly going great over in London right now. Um, and London moving into tier three as well, at least fans won't be in the arena to, to see the massacre that's going on really at the Emirates. But uh, Reese, Arsenal, uh, firstly, thanks for joining me as always, but Arsenal, mate, what do we say? Um, well, even in my morning vegetative state, uh, I can still see that Arsenal are as banterous as ever. Uh, <laughs> and it's quite fun to poke fun at the Arsenal fans that they are closer to a relegation battle than European spots. Um, so I think I think it's pretty pretty obvious where 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 certain problems lie for them. Um, a lot of players probably don't have trust in the manager at the moment. They probably, I think, Mikel doesn't have the respect of certain players, potentially like Aubameyang, potentially like Mesut Özil, especially Mesut Özil. You know. Uh, maybe even Granit Xhaka as well, who had, you know, got sent off at the weekend against Burnley. I mean, Aubameyang also scored the own goal uh, yeah. that gave Burnley the, the the win. So, and as you say, at least Arsenal fans aren't going to be um, in the stadiums uh, for, at least for the next match, anyways, against Southampton, which can be played behind closed doors. Yeah, I mean, and we are here off the back of the weekend result, really. I mean, Arsenal have had a string of. Difficult results as of late, but 1-0 against Burnley, a loss and, and a Bamiyang own goal, which is, you know, a, one of Bamiyang's, you know, very few, very few contributions this season, but into his own net. So, goals and assists are scarce at Arsenal. There's no goals from open play in God knows how long now. And we are basically looking at Mikel Arteta as the reason, aren't we? We're looking to Mikel for guidance. You know, he's the the captain leading the ship. And a lot of people were confused when he was appointed. A lot of people were backing him. A lot of people were, I don't know, you know, is, is it a similar situation to what United did with Ollie? But, I mean, you look at, I mean, I think I saw the other day, it was like, if United win the game in hand, because we do have a game in hand to play, we're like two points off the top spot, which is kind of terrifying. It's a terrifying concept. It's like two points off the top spot if we win that game in hand. Whereas Arsenal are just... They're absolutely just, I don't even know. I don't even know what's going to happen. Because it, it's kind of getting to the stage where, like, he hasn't been backed and it hasn't n- in no way sense of the word been long enough. But I think Mikel's got to go almost. I don't know about you, but I, at the moment, my kind of overall thinking is I'm not sure how long, much longer he's going to last in that role. Yeah. Um, all fingers will point to Mikel. But also, you've, you've kind of got to look to, to, to the what he's brought in. I mean... He hasn't brought in a lot, has he? I mean, he brought in Gabriel over the summer. He, yeah, obviously, um, there. You know, William Saliba is going to feel like a new signing almost, uh, but he's not exactly playing. I mean, this Arsenal team is, is struggling. I mean, what 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 are they going to have? Like, they can't solely blame Mikel because he's not on the pitch. You know, doing the business. He's not the one scoring the own goals. He's not the one. You know choking other players on the pitch, you know? It's not solely Mikel's fault. I mean, his tactics may not be the best, he, but he was under the tutelage of Pep Guardiola. He's going to have learned something. I mean, he obviously did something right. He's, a, he's one of the few coaches to have earned silverware this year. Like, the Community Shield, whether you, know, whether you, you know, think it's a credible competition or not, Mikel won it. So I think not all things will point to Mikel Arteta. 
I think a lot of things will point to the players on the pitch. Uh, well, why wouldn't they have sold David Luiz? Why wouldn't they have let Mustafi go? Why wouldn't they have tried to trim all of the dead weight? Um, and whether that's the board's decision or whether that's Mikel trying to keep face with the players, I don't know. But the, 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 there, there needs to be a lot of finger pointing going on at that club. And I think it starts with a bit of Mikel, but then also Mikel's got to do the finger pointing to his players and try and get them on, on his side. Yeah, I think that's a trend we're seeing with a lot of clubs this season and in really looking at where to start pointing the fingers. And you, you started touching on it yourself with the, the the kind of signings which were brought in under Mikel Arteta. And I think definitely there's elements of him being back there. I mean, Thomas Party was 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 a coup, it was a great it was a great bit of business. I mean, we were all kind of we were all kind of looking at that signing, thinking that could unlock the Arsenal midfield. But the, the the real trick is, I mean, obviously Daniel Sabayas, I think, is a perfectly comfortable player. And then there's someone else really still missing from a midfield three. But, you know, it's the substitutions as well. There's nothing there. There's no flair, no creativity. Meta Urzel, realistically, has been like, been finished at Arsenal for, oh, I don't even know how long now. I mean, he's been absolutely just completely in the shadows. And I feel like I understand why he's still there. I understand why you know, they made the decision to keep him, but I don't truly see the benefit for I mean, for him as a, as a player, you know, and once upon a time, a top player, you'd want him to be shifted along, going and getting some work elsewhere, getting his, you know, minutes back on the pitch. But whether it's easy enough to just sit back at Arsenal, collect the paycheck, just, you know, maybe get rolled out every now and again, I'm, honestly, it's it's a very, very weird situation with him. But it's a story which has been touched on so many times. If, if we go more, a bit more in depth to what happened on the weekend with the Xhaka red card as well. Xhaka was, let's, let's not forget, not too long ago, this man was Arsenal's captain. And he goes onto the pitch, puts his hands on somebody's throat, in front of everyone in that, you know, everyone watching at home. Honestly, Granit Xhaka, you have to wonder what was going through his head at that point. I personally do not see Arsenal thriving with Granit Xhaka in that side, I th- think he needs to go as soon as possible. He needs to go. Um, aside from that, oh, there's a bunch of other dead weight, but Granit Xhaka, I mean, what were your thoughts of that red card? I thought it was kind of just a stupid decision, really, um, from Xhaka. Uh, he lost his call, he lost his temper. And, uh, you know, we covered stuff in diving and simulation where people, you know, players will go down a bit easier. Than, than usual. I think that might have been the case here as well. But still, you don't put your hands around someone's throat on a football pitch. I mean, we've seen this time and time again. I mean, um, it happened with Martial. I think he got sent off. Was it against Everton? Uh, no, it was against Tottenham. 6-1. There we go. There we go. Um, shows shows how much I've been paying attention to Man United as of recently. But I know that Martial got sent off. Um, and yeah, you just don't go there. You don't put your hands here. Like that, there's no point. You, you you do your talking on the pitch. You 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 know, if you if you want some aggression, then go and put in a, you know, a clean, but heavy mm-hmm. tackle. You know, you go and you go and show the moves, boss. Uh, and yeah, you might get booked for it, but at least you're not getting sent off if you're showing intent to 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 go yeah. for the ball. Uh, and you know, with you mentioned you mentioned Jack and to go. I think I'm just gonna. So, you know, I've got I've got the full squad list up here right now. I'm going to go through some of the players, or a lot of the players I think should be should be heading out of the, that exit door. Hector Bellerin, yep. Socrates, yep. 
Rob Holding, Cedric Suarez, Shokran uh, Mustafi, Callum Chambers, David Luiz, Say Klasinac. I have only meant, I've only not mentioned like three of their defenders right there. Mm. Uh, I didn't mention Kieran Tierney, William Saliba, uh, and Gabriel, uh, and Pablo yeah. Mari. Um, those are the only only defenders I haven't named in that. Um, uh, Bayoko uh, Saka. As you know, you know what Saka's do. Saka's good. Saka Saka is a very talented young player. I think Saka is is is, is good. Um, Meza Özil, um, El Neni, uh, and Granit Xhaka. Uh, you know the rest of the rest of the midfield are kind of young, or they're really good, like Thomas Partey, uh, Danny Ceballos, and then the rest are kind of youngsters. Uh, and their forwards, uh, Lacazette, um, maybe Aubameyang. At this rate, uh, honestly, it's, it's anyone's guess, isn't it? He signed that new contract as well, which is unbelievable. So I've named there maybe like 10 to 12 players that should be leaving Arsenal. Uh, and that's like enough to fill, that's basically enough to fill an Arsenal rejects team, yeah. you know, with a, with, with one substitution. Mm. Like, I'm, I'm guessing they've got, you know, some, well, they might have some people on loan that could also be shipped out the door that they're still paying some sort of percentage of their wages. But you look at the, the players that they've got and, you know they've got an aging team, and that's not very good. But yeah. they, they do have some youngsters. They they do have some promising youngsters, as we just mentioned. You know they've got Saka and Ketty is really you know, up and coming. As we mentioned before, the, the two centre backs. But with experience, you need good experienced players. And David Luiz and Mustafi are not that. Um, William Williams probably been one of the best signings. I mean Partey has been kind of you know, injury prone a bit in his start in the start of his career. Uh, so his his progress has been a bit stunted. So I think at the moment, the, the signing that we thought was going to be the worst in the Premier League this season has proven to be Arsenal's best signing this season. Well, I mean, I, I think he's the most fruitful, but even then, still, I I still think even now it's one of the worst signings of the season. I think it, it still makes no sense. He doesn't offer. He hasn't been offering too much, and also it's a it's an aging player on a two year deal with a bump with a massive contract. You know, I. I think in terms of loan players, it's only Mavropanos, Torreira and Guendouzi that are currently out on loan. Mavropanos, I don't really see being part of anyone's plans. Uh, Matteo Guendouzi, the sooner he's, he can get out the door at Arsenal, the better. Because again, a player with clear flares of talent there, but the Premier League has just riled him up. The Premier League's a very physical, very tough league. And you can lose your head in some other leagues occasionally and, and, and somehow survive. But... You can't do it in the Prem. And Gwen Doozy, we were seeing Gwen Doozy lose his head last season. And now we're seeing it more with Xhaka. We've seen it with Xhaka before, but now we're seeing it more with Xhaka. And then I think Lucas Torreira is a genuine talent. I think he is a very, very good player. I'm a big fan of him. But I think he made it very clear, you know, he was looking for an exit door. Obviously, Atletico came around on loan. I think he's having a good time over at Atletico as well. So I think it could mean that they make that deal a permanent. I'm pretty sure it is with an option to buy. So I'm pretty sure he will be also leaving leaving the door because I don't think his loan was anything Arsenal wanted to do. I think he was very much wanted to be to to be kept around in the squad and and, and everything to kind of been being included a little bit more. But obviously Thomas Partey coming in was the priority, so they did have to make a lot of changes for that. And I do feel sorry for Partey as well. I mean Partey came in to you know he came to a team with a big 
big expectations, big name, you know, big big shoes to fill based on predecessors that have played for that club in the past. And right now, there is just it is a club, honestly, which is genuinely it seems like they're doomed. It seems like they have a curse on them. And I'm not sure what it's gonna take. I mean I think the odds for Mikel to be like the first sacked manager have shot right up, right up from from what they were. And if they do sack him, I get it. But also, it's kind of at this rate, like, well, what else do you expect? You know, he has a terrible squad full of players who just have awful attitudes. And, you know, he may not have been the most qualified guy, may not have been the most experienced guy, but he's there now. So you've got to back him. You've got to give him some kind of faith. I don't think he should be sacked. I really don't. But at the same time, I do understand it. It's, it's a scapegoat. It's it's a reason to not point the finger where it needs to be pointed at Arsenal. And, and it's the same situation at a lot of clubs. It's kind of the same with Manchester United. You know, I think a lot of it, although Oli makes questionable substitutions and a few questionable you know, team sheets at times, I think a lot of it comes from the top down, which I've constantly been saying. And that's the same for Arsenal. Um, Kroenke's been, again, a bit more of a Bond villain type owner of, of, of Arsenal for quite a long time now. And it's only recently that we've seen him start to put a little bit more money into the club and shift funds around. I think he took a, a, a fair amount of, 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 the, of Arsenal's debt onto his, own, onto his own back so he could move a bit of money around so he could spend, which is, you know, a lot more than he has been doing. But as an owner and, uh, you know, the people that are controlling Arsenal's signings, they do need to take a good look at themselves. I mean, a, a guy you mentioned earlier, we didn't really have really touched on, Pablo Mari. This, I really... That when, when they made that signing, I have zero idea why they made that signing. It was such an uncalculated decision. It was a really, really random signing. When I, when when because I hadn't really heard much of him, I was thinking, oh, here's this young dude coming out of maybe the Brazilian league or the Italian league. You know, he's he's, he's a young guy, hungry for minutes. And this guy comes in, he's like 28. He's like 28, and he's barely been playing in Arsenal. He's somehow one of like probably the youngest centre backs they have based on the other ageing centre-backs they've got, which is a, quite a strange thought. But, I mean, let, 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 looking at the situation now and looking at the predicament they find themselves in, is there a quick fix? Do they spend in January? Do they get out of the situation they're in? Because but it's hard to believe, but they are kind of in a relegation battle right now. Early on in the season, there's still time to change it. And it's very doubtful they will go down, obviously, because it's Arsenal. But they're that end of the table. They are. They're, they're a couple of games from combusting from the inside. Um, they are. They're about to. They're about to explode. Uh, Arsenal are. I think. I think Arsenal fans are. If it's not clear from Arsenal fan TV, they, I mean, they're yeah, they're just exuding hatred and, and anger. But uh, I've actually, you know, in the in the meantime of you you speaking, Joe, I've just checked. You know, the odds of managers to be sacked, and Mikel Arteta is seven to four. Uh, he is the top. To, you know, odds to get sacked at the moment, uh, along with Chris, Chris Wilder and Slavin Bilic, two teams struggling for relegation, and Mikel Arteta is among those names. It's really mm. bizarre to see that. I mean, you would probably expect it if Mikel was taking over, you know, a side that's just come up from the Championship, or if he went from you know into the Championship and took some team up to the Premier League, but he's in charge of Arsenal, and you've got to come up, you know. It was the board's decision to bring in Mikel Arteta, and you know you can only see it was like Manchester United, right? 
everyone was expecting Ole Gunnar Solskjaer to be a quick fix for, for Manchester United, a bit of a band-aid before we get the surgery of a, of a new manager at Manchester United. And I was expecting the same thing with Mikel Arteta. I was expecting Mikel to be some sort of caretaker, like we saw with uh, Freddie Jungberg that one time where he took over. Um, you know, sort of see him take over for a little bit. Maybe him and Freddie work together um, and, you know, sort of help Arsenal get on its legs until they can find a suitable replacement. Either they're still in that phase, or either they are doing that and they're still in the face of finding a manager, which is completely bizarre. Um, they're like, oh, what, what managers are going to want to take them over now? Alan Pardew? Mm. <laughs> like, you know? Any any managers that are like fit for relegation battles and, and keeping teams up, like you know, it, Pochettino's not going to come in, come in and save you save you lads. Like, no. He's not he's not going to do that. So, um, Mikel is. It would be it be if you don't have a suitable re- replacement. Why have you you brought them in sooner? Uh, and have Mikel learn off them. I mean, yeah. Mikel could go back to Man City and learn off Pep Guardiola again. Like it's it's bizarre. I mean, he, he did go out on a limb. Obviously, he left the Man City job to go and do this at Arsenal. And obviously, he could have been very, you know, cushy at, at Man City for as long as, as long as he wanted. You know, he, was, he had a good job under a very top side, under a very top manager, you know. And, and he could have sat there on a, on, on a slow boil and just been learning the trade, you know, until he was ready to go. But I feel like former club come calling... I wouldn't even necessarily say Mikel Arteta was an Arsenal legend. I wouldn't say that. I think he he, he played a lot of his career for Everton, didn't he, in the Premier League? Um, but obviously, he, he the chance came up for a club. I get it. I do get it. But it, it's the romanticising of, of, of the role. It's like, wow, imagine that. My first real big manager role, and I'm managing Arsenal. Literally one of the biggest clubs in, in, in England and the world. You know, they are just known, known world over. And I understand why you would have took it, but it's now we're starting to see a different a, a trend within managers, maybe buying off more they can chew, and it's it's becoming far more evident early on. Obviously, right now his name is being thrown around as as we mentioned to be sacked. I think personally, my choice to replace him, I felt like they needed something completely different at the club. They needed a real revamp, and I think Max Allegri, former Juventus manager. You know, I think he's the one to go in and do it, in my opinion. He, the guy hasn't been working for a long time. He's out of work. He needs something to come back into. I think he needs a project. Juventus, I mean, as good a job as it is, very safe. Obviously, if you, you they've got the players there. you just got to deploy them in the right way. Arsenal don't have the players or the deployment right now. So he would come in and do a complete overhaul project. I mean, I'm not sure which managers you may think would be suitable going into that but that would be my top pick for Arsenal if, if they had a choice for me I, I, I'm not too sure um, I think I'd have to probably agree with you on that one um, Allegri seems like he's you know, he's managed some of the best teams in the world he managed the Juventus side the, you know, for, for ages so and like you say he's been out of work so he's itching to get back into into the swing of things hopefully and we'll, we'll have to see what he does and if, if uh, Arteta, I mean, <clears throat> I think it, it with, with all football at the moment, I think that it strings from the top. I think it's always pointing to the top, and 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 with the owners, I think that's 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 sort of a point for another episode. Um, but I think it, 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 we do have to look at the top, and you know, if there is anything to do with you know, as you say, the the owners of Arsenal didn't want to spend too much. 
uh, and and it's only recently that they have they you know they splash of cash on you know on Aubameyang and Pepe, uh, but they their scouting doesn't seem to be too great. It, you know, Mesut Ozil was a great signing, but that's just because he was world class at Real Madrid and they got him from a world class team. Real Madrid aren't going to sign nobodies. I mean, I mean that that was also like six years ago now. Exactly. So. Yeah, I think it was even longer than that. I think it was like eight years ago. Mesut Ozil's been at that club for some time. And I, I, I'm not too sure what is going on with... I mean, Mesut Ozil was world-class at Arsenal as well. Yeah. Like, there was there were some fantastic passes that were made. And maybe there are still parts of that, of, the, of that Mesut Ozil still there. He's just a bit older, so play him in a lesser role because he, his legs don't work as well as they used to. But you can still pick out a pass from 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 forty yards. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Allegri seems like the manager to probably take it forward if 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 he would to take on that role. Uh, but would he want to get some backing and be brought in in January, or would he want to wait till the summer and be brought in uh, and then manage a potential championship side? <laughs> I don't know. Um, but. Maybe Arsenal get relegated and Mikel Arteta becomes a championship manager and learns that way. Learns the hard way. Never know, mate. You never know. That is the Premier League and unpredictable as always. But Arsenal right now certainly finding themselves in an, uh, in a lot of hot water, I think, to say the least. Um, we would love to know what you guys are thinking at home. Um, as always, you know, leave your comments underneath. If you're watching this on YouTube, you can get a hold of us on Twitter at Pundits Average, on Facebook and Instagram at The Average Pundits. Uh, you can get a hold of us on all your streaming services, Spotify, Apple Music, Google Podcasts. You can always listen to us on those. And if you are watching on YouTube, please leave a like and a subscribe. And if you do want to inquire to come on the podcast, give us a message at theaveragepundits at outlook.com. Um, or any of the other uh, instant direct messaging services that we operate on. We are always interested in having people on. Um, as always, Reese, thank you very much for talking with me today. Yeah, it's been good. I mean, early, early morning recordings aren't the uh, most ideal, but we, we live busy lives outside of the average pundits. So uh, you know, sometimes it's not the most ideal, but Arsenal, you might be going down. <laughs> they might be going down. As always, guys, thank you very much, and we will see you next time.